what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Still the same thing on my mind That we can grow all together If we can find the time Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 68, volume 4 of a special after Thanksgiving edition of Big Fan. My name is Chad Easton. I'm a big fan of another successful Thanksgiving in the books without any major injuries, bar fights, or nervous breakdowns at the dinner table. However, there was a car accident, Hank, and we'll talk about that Uh here shortly. Also, Almost leaving your seats when you think the football game is over, but immediately sitting back down when your team throws a 70-yard bomb to get you right back in the swing of things. Tar Heels lost that game. You didn't win it. (laughs) And finally, Thanksgiving leftovers that last for exactly six days, so there is no chance of food poisoning. I love love, uh, Thanksgiving leftovers. (laughs) My name is Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan. Of testing my manhood each year around this time by getting on a ladder. Right? Going to bed early because I have nothing else to do, seeing it gets dark at 4 p.m. Yes. And getting into my jacket collection. I don't know if you know this or not. I got a jacket collection that my buddies give me a hard time like with. Starter jackets? Oh, I, I, I rock a starter jacket. <laughs> I wish I had starter. an old. Hornet starter jacket, you know, like a Kelly Trapuca one. Sure, sure. But uh, I don't have one of those. I think our good friend Tucker Hines might have some. I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt, and he may give me one. I know our good friend Paul Breeding does. Oh, you know, he's got tons. Well, what jackets are we talking about if they, we're not talking about starter jackets? Oh, just, you know, I, I, I wear a jacket, and I, I, I have several of them. So one of our good friends, and I'm mocking myself here, one of our good friends always likes to catalog the jackets that i have and so he may take a picture of what i'm wearing and say okay this was today's jacket or whatever so it's really i'm just giving him the ability to make fun of me and do you have a favorite jacket in your closet like when you're flipping through them you're like today's a special day i'm going with number one right (laughs) this is this is the uh the big dog right here no come on man i I like them all they're all like children really yeah they're all children like when i look through my closet and see all those scarves there is one is there there's a go-to scarf super thick yes he's really soft on my neck you know yeah one of those yep so anyway well thank you for telling me about your jacket and uh (laughs) that that fashion uh information you just provided can i tell you that we had i had a text today that one of our our uh, listeners actually participate, you know, he would listen to us and he listens to us from time to time. And I get a text and all it said was, you and Chad are fools. That's all it said. That's all it said. So thank you for listening. And thank you for noticing. You know what? I've got one better. Maybe not as good as you are fools, but I was at the, I was working out yesterday at the club, at the gym and they were doing the Christmas lighting. Right. Oh yesterday. yeah. So it's very comparable to the Halloween where all the kids are running around. But this was a little bit more laid back. There's a guy playing guitar. They like the Christmas tree. It's a little. It's more melancholy. A little more chill. It was sad. Do I? It was sad. It out wasn't there? sad, but it wasn't like chaos. It was like calm. Well, anyway, I'm on the elliptical, and somebody walks in with a bourbon drink. Right? Sure, they did. And they were like, "I thought I'd catch you in here." And this is a gentleman that is, I, he listens to our podcast a lot. He used to be a neighbor of mine. And it's uh, someone that we really have never had a conversation about the podcast. Had no clue he was a big fan listener. And he said, uh, 
I thought I might see you in here, and I was thinking, why would you think you would see me in here? He, and I didn't say that out loud, but I'm thinking, he said, the reason is, is because your podcast for Halloween, you said you sat here and watched all the kids frolicking around. So when I'm here with my kid, thinking it's another event at the club, I took a gamble that you would be in here. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yes, I was. I'm gathering my data and my information for the podcast so we could talk about it, right? So anyway, he said, Way to go. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. And he left. So. You are fools. <laughs> you are fools. And keep working on the elliptical. That's yep. two new listeners, Hank. Two new listeners. So anyway, let's start here, buddy. Thanksgiving, as everyone knows, it's our favorite holiday. Of it is. Always, always a big, big time. I want to start with you. Okay. Let's recap it real quick. We'll try to keep it fast. Keep it fast. Because we talked about it last week. We did. Let's keep it fast. Okay, Just a well, recap. Okay. I'm going to tell you something interesting that happened. So we come... My brother-in-law, you know, Wednesday, my brother-in-law, they come to, they're going to come down. We're going to have it on Thursday. Right. My brother-in-law drove up to the mountains to meet his wife, okay? So they both have their cars there. My brother-in-law, like an idiot, loses his keys, okay? He, he had them in his pocket while he was doing a golf cart ride. Yes. Then came back, didn't have them, Happens. right? Mm. So what does he do? Third, uh, Wednesday night, they drive to Hickory. At about 8.30, he goes, I'm going to try this app called Roadie. And this uh-huh. is, we're not getting any sponsorship money for Roadie. Right. We could. 8.30, yeah. he gets on that app and he says, I need something brought to Hickory, North Carolina from Atlanta. 8.50, a guy accepts that. What? He asks his neighbor to put the keys in the mailbox. Neighbor does that. Yes. Guy drives by his house, takes a picture of the keys. It's in his hand on the app. 1.30, that gentleman drives up in my driveway in Hickory, North Carolina. And I'm going to tell you, I don't... I, 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 what do you think a service like that would cost? You're talking about a four-hour drive. Four-hour drive, $150. Well, you're closer than anybody else. <laughs> it was about 125 bucks. Really? Yes. Okay. How can he make money on this? Yeah. He's he doing gas, everything else. Sure. I, I, I kind of felt like he was transporting other things up the, up the East Coast. Potentially. But I will tell you, that service, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't do anything. I mean, why would you do anything else but that? Here's the, here's the pickle. <laughs> You want some random stranger? Oh, actually, the keys were left outside of the house, yeah. right? Okay, I was. Well, thinking, he's not giving no, them their key. But was, what if there was something that's inside the house that you need roadie service to get to? You have a spare key under the mat. Will you trust the roadie service? Hey, knife! Say, I need you to go in the house <laughs> and pick up some stuff for me. Yeah, which, so I guess that's not part. No, of, no, no. You no. wouldn't do that. But if he just had to pick up keys, take a picture, draw them, hey. That's pretty awesome. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't either. So he, we get that excitement, which kept us up a little bit longer, which, you know, kept us up a little bit longer. Okay. So uh, Thursday, we get up. We have to pick up. We got a lot of our food. Uh, you know, we picked up a lot of our food. We picked it up at 1130. We had people over at by one. We were eating by two. Um, had a great time. A lot of family, everything. Uh, my father-in-law and I and my brother-in-law, we stayed in our out at the land that we have in Vail. And if I haven't told you, the cabin out there doesn't have any power. Yes. Doesn't have any electricity. So we go out there. It's cold. It's cold. It was pretty cold, but we have a wood-burning stove in there. And I can tell you, Chad, you would not make it. (laughs) This isn't glamping? This You would not make this 200 years ago. You would not make it in this world. I'm going to tell you, you would not make it. I'm a scrapper, buddy. No, you're not. No, you're not. But you know why you would make it? Because it... The sun went down. It was about 5.30. We had leftovers in a cooler. We heated them up on a burner, right? We ate. About 5.45, it was time to have a, a sip. Sure. Right? Sure, yeah. Time to have a sip. 
There's a lot of time between 5.45 and 10.45 when you want to go to bed, but we had to get up at 5, yeah. right? 5 oh, in the morning. Wow. My father-in-law was like, man, it's 9 o'clock. We should go to bed. And Carson and I were like, we're not no punk. We, we staying still up. Fire's still burning. We're, we're staying up. Yeah. So uh, I can tell you right now, my liver would not go well in that cabin because you don't have anything to do. That's why I was saying going to bed early. You don't have yes. anything to do. Yeah. It was I mean, a lot of fun, though. I'm sure you'll want to come out to that cabin. Uh, just say when. I know. Say when. I know. But, you know, when it gets dark early, like you mentioned, and let's say there was no time for drinking and there was nothing, there's no electricity out there, could you have easily gone to bed about 7.15? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. There's, yes. There's Maybe no, lay down, read a book, and just go to sleep. Yeah, by candlelight. By candlelight. Read yeah, a book you, candlelight. but you don't have, like, you know, that's why everybody used to get up at 4.30 and milk the cows and do it, you know, do whatever. Hell, they were going to bed at 7. That's right. Bored right? out of their mind. Sure. Bored out of their mind. Absolutely. Had to get it all in. Yeah, thank God right? for TikTok, right? Hank, thank God for TikTok. I don't know about that. <laughs> Just kidding. I cannot stand TikTok, right? Let's I make bet, this I, listen, that is really clear. I bet you you have a tick a, a fake TikTok I account. I do not. People have sent me multiple TikTok videos to say, you would love this. Check this out. Check this out. I'll look at it and then I'll delete. I, I can't get into the TikTok world right now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. So I let's, let's move but, forward. Anything else exciting? Uh, no, it was, you know, it was a very f- fun family. Um, it was great. It was great day. You know, it was fun. Wonderful. How about you? Wonderful. Yeah. So ours kind of stayed, uh, started on that same wavelength here. Uh, Hank, we went to my mom's, got there at 1130, helped her do all the stuff that she needs done. We ate our lunch at one, hung out, watched football, threw the football in the backyard with the cousins. Big, big time. Pop in the car at three. We're off to high point. Here we go. High point. Sit, get there about 435. The next meal, we just grubbed, but the next meal is getting served as we pull up. So get another plate, sit around the table, talk, 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 watch a little bit of the Cowboys game. Boom, that meal's over. Get in the golf cart. The next meal is just down the road, maybe 300 yards at another house. Get in the golf cart from this house. Go to the next meal. By this time, the plan was, I don't know if you remember this, we were spending the night at my in-laws, not with my brother-in-law. We're going to stay with Jennifer's mom and dad. Somebody put a wedge in there? Did somebody make it? Did somebody make a mistake? A stink about it? Listen to what happened. Listen to what happened. So it's about 9 o'clock. And my plan is I'm kind of settling down because I know I'm getting ready to go to to uh, Nana and Papa's instead of sure. brother-in-law's. And when we get to Nana and Papa's, we're going to watch a little TV, but it's bedtime. We're yeah, going to bed by down. 1030, 11 o'clock because we've got the big football game the next day. Well, at 9 o'clock, you know, my girls are definitely afraid of illnesses. Like they have a phobia of getting sick, specifically Olivia. I like this. Well, we got word <laughs> on the street that uh, Papa – where we're staying is coming down with a little bit of the stomach bug. Can't get off the toilet, you know. And so Olivia, pack it up, girls. Olivia hears that one can't get off the toilet. She's like, eh, I am not staying there. And then Lucy Rose catches wind. No way. We've got too much to do. We can't risk getting sick. So I looked at Jen. I was like, I guess we got to stay with Todd and Julie. And she was like, Promise me you will not promise. stay up all night. We have a big day tomorrow. It's like, I promise you, definitely not all night. Definitely. Some of the night. Just most of the night. So anyway, we pack up that from the from that party. We cruise back to Todd's house. I Tell guess me about, something. What about, was Todd's face like when you showed up in the driveway? So, I, so we're all so he is there when the announcement is made that Papa has got the stomach bug. And as soon as he heard Papa's got the stomach bug, he looked at me like, oh, you know, like that look like. It's get ready, on. Get ready. 
here we go, you know, and so it was so much fun. We watched uh, some of the football game at the party we're at and then the second half back at Todd's house, and he had already kind of had a little agenda planned for us, but when I told him we weren't spending the night, he just put it on the back burner, wasn't a big deal, but as soon as I said we were staying, zip, the agenda comes right, it back, came out. right back out, but we had to, because his Dense, agenda was, to yeah, it. It was based on until 5 a.m. We had to condense it. I said we got to be bed till t- at 2, and at one fifty-five. I pulled the cord and I went on to bed. Good. You yeah, know what so that is? That's maturity. No, that's still two o'clock in the morning and that's <laughs> degenerate. But that is, that's early for us. I'm telling you, it could have easily rolled a five. I mean, he had the Oasis concert from 1998 bootleg DVD we were going to watch. Um, he had some base burned, uh, Ken Burns baseball, the thing. He had this one segment that he had DVR specifically for us to watch. Music, you know, we had it all, and so we we could only pick and choose so many things. So we I ended up it. watching Georgetown versus uh, versus like Long Long Bridge at a twelve oh one tip till two a.m. and that was it. We get any shekel on there? We had a first half shekel, second half shekel <laughs> over under, over and over and lost yeah, every yeah, single yeah. one. So you know how it goes. I got gotcha. that's our typical Thanksgiving. But anyway, that was a blast. And so the next part of the adventure is we wake up, we roll to Raleigh. And so instead, it was cold on Friday. I don't know if you remember, especially in Raleigh, the wind was whipping. It was probably like 38 degrees and the wind was whipping. So instead of tailgating, because we were with our friends and their families, some of the families have little kids like five years old. There's eight-year-olds. There's my girls who are teenagers. And so there's a big group of different age kids. And nobody really wanted to tailgate from two to seven outside in the cold. So we ended up going to see one of our at our friend's homes, and he set up the tailgate at his house so we could go inside. You know, the kids could be inside playing games and being in the heat, and the dudes were outside on the patio watching the game. The wives are doing what they do. So it was perfect. We get to the game right at 7. NC State starts. The seats are phenomenal, too. Hey? One of my buddies has great seats, gave them to us. So we're right kind of under the scoreboard, right side of the end zone, lower level where, I mean – just a perfect spot. So we get into the game. NC State gets up quick. Boom, boom. 14, I think it's 13 zip or something. We're like, oh, yes. Big rivalry. State's in the lead. Let's take care of business. 10-13. T- what? It comes down to <laughs> then it goes to 10-13. You're yes. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then it gets close all of a sudden. Oh, my gosh. Before you know it, we are down thir- We are down nine points with two minutes to go. Yep. Olivia's looking at me. She was like, Dad, I'm not coming to any more of these games because every game she's ever come to, we have lost. State never wins yeah. these games. Yeah. And she said, maybe I'm bad luck. I was like, no, you're not, Olivia. I need you to believe right now. I need you to believe. Did you? Are you going to make this story about this, you? No, are you no, going to make no, this I'm about not, you, Chad? I'm not, I'm not making you're making this story, no, this I'm win not. about you. No, it I is hope not, everybody knows what's going on here. To do about me. I just you wanted, willed them to victory? I, no, I wanted her to have a little faith. That's all I'm saying. So the little boy who's been a, just a trooper hasn't complained about the cold or anything. Well, my girls have been complaining about the cold the whole time. So with, I think it was a minute, whatever, second down, we had just been sacked. It's second and 17. So I looked at my friend. I looked at Jennifer. He looked at his wife. He's like, Let's go. We made it up the whole game. We're down nine, second and 17 on our own 30. Let's pack it up and leave. I just learned a lot about you right there, Chad. I learned a lot about you. Not really wanting to do it, but we stand up from the seats and we're still keeping our eye on the field, and we start walking down the aisle. By the time we almost get to the end of the aisle, you see our quarterback rear back and just throw a bomb in the back of the end zone. That six-point sank touchdown we come back no longer are we leaving we come back immediately sit back down in our seats 
And what do we say? We believe, Hank. We believe. What did the people say when you were walking out and then in? Well, to be quite honest, a lot of folks had left. I mean, people had scurried for the uh the exits but this one lady behind us was like some kind of fan huh yeah i like <laughs> so her olivia heard it she was like you hear what she just said and she was i was like Olivia, she's right we're leaving we should never leave again with, with a minute left yes and that's so, sad but we didn't we didn't something came over us and it was the touchdown that came over us so we go get back in our seats next play onside kick we recover next play another bomb six we take the lead now but we've given carolina a minute to drive down the field, and sure enough, here they come. Boop, 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 boop. So we're right in the end zone where they're coming. So the last maybe eight seconds of the game, Carolina gets off a a shot in the end zone. We bat it down. Fans rush Carter-Finley Stadium, the field. It was just awesome. We're all hugging like, I'm so glad we were here together to be a part of this. It was a – wonderful experience yeah you you, two minutes before you know you don't think i you don't think i saw that game you just had to you just had to relive that thing you don't think i saw that game i'm sure you watched every minute of it because i know that you're a big big carolina fan and yes as our producers putting this up on the uh screen did you hear one of the guys that jumped the fence to get to the field broke his leg i mean shattered his leg but he said quote it was 100 percent Worth it, Hank. Athlete. That guy's an athlete. I guarantee yeah, it. You'll show a picture of him in a minute. He's, there he is. Yeah, look at him. He is an athlete. He's got his dogs up, getting wheeled off on a stretcher. Shattered his leg. Shattered his leg. What an athlete. But anyway, that's, so that's what we got to experience. I will tell you. And, and was that was awesome. a great game. What yeah, a great game to be a state fan. At Carter Finley at, you know, and watch it. Yep. But I think we can all agree Carolina did everything to lose that game possible i think you know state played pretty well but you should not lose a game up by nine, up nine with, with two, two minutes, minutes to go. you shouldn't lose yeah, a game shouldn't happen so anyway. you know kudos to you guys and oh, congratulations yes. this is this is this is what a fan should sound like even a rival fan it should say yeah. hey congratulations on your win that's what we normally i feel do. feel really good about it yeah okay mm-hmm. good luck yeah rest you. of the year yeah, thank you very Speaking much Speaking nc state yes we just talked about some breaking news with NC State. Breaking news, breaking news. Go ahead, Hank. Tell oh. our audience what we just discovered. So I don't know if you ever saw him play. But oh, yes. Okay, so yeah, because he was same age, same age as Olivia. Yeah, same so age as Olivia. When we're at the wreck, he's balling on the court right beside us, so we get to watch him play all the time. Yeah, there's a gentleman in town that started out at the Hickory Rack. Just started balling, and boy, was he balling. Um, went to Ford, I think, then Combine, then he went to Kanye school. And now, I don't know, It look, that looks suspicious to me. That looks like somebody made that, that post, but he's committed to NC State. He's going to be a Wolf number Packer. one point guard in the country. Number top 10 in the country, number one point guard, as you mentioned. So, yes, big, huge opportunity in front of him to, to fill the rafters with banners galore at NC State, Hank. Because there's not too many banners that hang up in the Raptors at NC State, right? Do you think they really sell that when you talk to a, recu- a recruit? Do you yeah. think they sell going and getting national championships? I'd say you can be a part. We have been trying to get back on the national stage since 1983. That's what, he, they, that's what Coach could say. You are our ticket to hang another rafter from that ceiling, young man. He's hanging rafters? Hang, hanging banners from <laughs> okay. that rafter, okay. young man. I, Please be a part of it. What are the right? chances that kid comes? I'd say it's 50-50. You know, so what happens in today's collegiate uh, environment is you get a commitment, Hank, and just because you get a verbal commitment, they still have many, many options. They can go play G League. They can go overseas. You know, um, 
they could transfer to a decide to go to another school. So a verbal commitment doesn't really mean anything. I really does do hope he stays and plays it in Raleigh for at least a year or two because he's a Hickory boy. How great would it be to root for NC State and a Hickory boy at the same time? I will tell you, I I, I hate that he because he was a Carolina, a big. I mean, he was a big recruit for Carolina and Kentucky and Kentucky. Yep. But I am glad he's staying in the state. Yeah, me too. You know, I mean, because Robert Dillingham can ball. Kim Ball. And it, I mean, it's going to be awesome watching. I'm glad Kentucky didn't get him or Kansas didn't get him. And, you know, to be completely honest, and this is nothing against him, you know, but like point guards at these major programs, if you stumble at all, like as a number one recruit, right, you stumble at all. Caleb Love at Carolina last year. Somebody else is coming in right behind right you. Behind you, don't, you don't have much time to solidify that. And right. he may have thought of that. He may have said, hey, I'm, I'm going to come in. I'm going to start as a freshman. They're not going to replace me. They might, you know, well, they but might, they, they might, might have another. They Robert might, but I mean, you've right got a better him. chance of it there. I feel like than you would at Kentucky. Are you trying to? Are you, is this a slap at NC State again? This is a, a backhanded, backhanded slap, slap yes. towards you guys. So, hey, it. good job on setting him with realistic expectations. Okay, yeah. good work. Let me tell the audience too, and you'll remember this too, Hank. So when he was playing as a young guy, I want to say maybe he was eight years old. So the gym, this is the rec gym. When people knew he was playing, that place would be slammed. Yeah, you would. remember that? Yeah, I would. People would be standing room only to watch this little boy play. And this is when he was a young buck. And then, you know, his game. 11, would, 10. Yes, 10 and 11. Then his game would be over. Then the gym clears out. And there's eight people in the stands watching our game. Watching you know? our games, yeah. yeah. But so he, he's been a kind of superstar on this path for a long time. But do you know, like, you know, coaching Harris and everything, you knew where kids were like better than everybody else. This kid could score at will, at will, like, and, you know, against good people. But the other thing is, is they'd get up by 25 and he would never shoot the ball That's again. Right, right. He would distribute, distribute, distribute. And he'd try to get his buddy, I mean, his kid, uh, mm-hmm. players to do it. And he'd throw it to him and it'd go through their hands or he'd bounce past and it'd skip off their knee, yeah. but he'd keep on doing it. Sure. I mean, he was a good, he was good. I don't know you much about him now. You can tell. You, even when the game started, he would be going at about 75%. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. he would never push it to 100 because he didn't really have to, you know. But he would still – like I was telling my buddies when I told them that we were uh, – State was recruiting this guy from Hickory, that at about 80%, he'd still have a triple – he'd got like a triple-double every game, right? He would dish 10 assists. He'd have 12. He could have 28 He'd if he wanted. get a quadruple double. Yeah, I mean, and he would have the rebounds, the steals if he yeah. wanted, anything he wanted. Blocks if he wanted yes, it. he could do it. But he would always go about 80 just to kind of, you know, be fair. That's how much better he was than everyone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pretty amazing. Pretty so amazing. Congratulations to the Wolfpack, uh, not only on the signing of Robert Dillingham, but also the big win against Carolina on Friday. And I kind of skipped over an event that happened before we got to the game. So Lucy Rose got to choose where we eat lunch at the day after the game. And so Olivia got to choose where we ate lunch before the game. So Olivia chooses this little ramen shop in North, North uh, Raleigh. We had never been to. But it sounded cool. So ramen as in noodles? Ramen, yeah, noodles. Okay, you know, okay. Yeah. So we go to the ramen shop, and 
And Jennifer and Olivia, Olivia's in the back seat, Jennifer's in the front seat, Jennifer's actually driving it. So Olivia, they get in a little bit of a shouting match, no big deal. It's just what teenagers and moms are going to do. They're going to holler at each other for a little bit. So we're pulling into the parking lot and, you know, it's packed. It's, this is, th- this is Friday. This is Black Friday. So we're at this shopping center where the, uh, the, the ramen shop is cars everywhere. And so there's a little bit yelling, yelling, yelling at Jennifer. I was like, there's a spot. So she tr- pulls it in there, maybe going a little bit faster than needed. And uh, hits a car. One of the cars in the spots beside in it. The spot. So there's no one in the car hits a parked car when we were trying to get into the pots, the spot. And she was like, Oh my God, what have I done? The kids kind of like, Oh mom, what? So I was like, Jennifer, just back up. Let me get out. I'll take care of this. So she backs up. I get out of the car and I'm not even paying attention to where we are in position in the parking lot, but we are right in front of this restaurant with outdoor seating. There are 30 people that have just witnessed us run into this car. Cause so they're like, Oh, ooh, you know, all these noises. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. So I got in front of all of them. I was like, look, guys, I'm sorry. If this is your car, please let me know. I'm sorry. We'll give you my informa- insurance information. And they were like, it's not my car. And you hear somebody, it's not my car, not my car. Then you hear somebody, slide me a hundred bucks and we'll pretend like it didn't happen. Oh. That's when you're hearing all this stuff. And I'm like, I can't do that. And they kept on saying, just get out of here, get out of here. I was like, I'm not doing that. So I go inside, I find the hostess. I said, ma'am, I don't know if you can make an announcement, but, and there's, just because the car is parked in front of this yeah. restaurant, there's 58 stores yeah, around it. Yeah, could be she, anywhere. Anywhere. So, um, she was like, I don't have this mic that I can announce it, but she said, I take, take down your information and then I'll ask, have the servers ask if, uh, if there's a, who's driving a Volkswagen Passat out there. And I was like, perfect. And in the meantime, I wrote a note and I put it on the windshield. <laughs> That's funny. So I put it on the windshield thinking, Hank, I may... She might never call. What if the she drives off and the napkin that I put in the windshield flies off? And was she, that your hope? I, kind of. But <laughs> anyway, the girl. So I'm proud of this though. So the girls were like, "We've got to position ourselves somewhere so we can watch the car." And so we we go into the ramen shop. We find a spot that's right here. We can look out the window. Did you park in the same spot? Oh, no, dude. I wanted to get as far away as possible. So we parked on the opposite side of the shopping center, and I we just walked back to the ramen shop. So we're in the ramen shop, and every time someone walks anywhere close to the car, the girls are like, there he, there she is, there she is, there she is. So, you know, we're on pins and needles. I mean, I'm, we're so nervous, and the girls are nervous. Jennifer's just, just a mess. Yeah, upset. So within about five minutes after we sit down, we see this real young blonde-haired girl walking slowly, and all of a sudden, she gets into the car, doesn't look at the damage that's happened to the back of the car, and just gets in there fast. And uh, Lucy Rose was like... That's her, Dad. That's her. Go stop her. Go stop her. So the people, you know, remember, she's in front yeah. of this restaurant with 40 people yeah, who yeah, just yeah. witnessed this accident. What Not do they one. say? Not one. They don't say one word to her. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. They let her get there, all standing up. Like when she, because I'm, I'm watching the whole scene unravel. So she gets in the car, and the people that are at the tables behind the car, you know, all stand up and like look at her, but they do not say one word. So she starts pulling out. What? So I take off running. I am running, 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 trying to catch her at the turn before she gets out on the main road. And so right before she's getting ready to pull out, I'm waving like this. And so she thinks I'm a freak. And so she rolls up her window. Sure. Like, 
And I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I hit your car. And I said, look on your windshield wiper. That note is from me. That note is from me. And she looked at it, and I said, I had my hands out like this. I'm in, causing no danger. I do not want to harm you. So I pulled- I'm not asking you out on a date. <laughs> exactly. This old man is not asking you out on a date. <laughs> I pulled the napkin out with my, insur- my, inf- my phone number and everything. I said, this is me. We hit your car. And she said, oh, my gosh. So she rolled down the window. She said, that is so kind. You did not have to do that. But I did. I mean, that my daughters. Yeah, are you there. did. Of course, there's nothing. My daughters are there. You were thinking about doing it. It was know. just you. I would never. I, would. I hope our big fan crowd and family. Hank, I do the right thing. I would watch is what I, the moral compass yes, is all about, and I it's on this the, side of the I table. <laughs> You're crazy. We did the right thing. So she pulled off. I explained to her all the the deal, and then she said again, "You did not have to do this." That's so grateful. And Jennifer's by this time has walked up, and so she's kind of you know acting nervous, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so flustered. That is the word. I'm so sorry. I cannot believe I did that. Blah, blah, blah. But the little girl was so gracious. She actually is from Pennsylvania, right? So state student. It, yes. And it was her sister's car that she was driving though. Cause she was just in for Thanksgiving. So anyway, that's how the, that's how the damn day started though. But it went straight up from there. Right? Straight up, straight up. But we did the right thing. We taught our daughters a very good lesson because easily, if you can get out of it, do. <laughs> Figure a way out, take it. But take uh, it. We, we weren't doing that, even though those people, that one guy was like, slide me a hundred, we'll pretend like this never happened. I was like, what are you going to do? Oh, that's What are funny. you going to do, dude? That's, that's what was happening. That's you know? what was going on. Yeah. So anyway. Car accidents are so tough anyway. That's what I told you. Like fender she, benders or, because yeah. you, you're pissed. You're like, man. Can't believe it just did that. If Olivia, you would have been quiet. Or, you know, I mean, like, not right. that. But, yes, you know, like, of you know, anything. If the music wasn't so loud exactly. or exactly. if it weren't raining. And so the thing that you have to think about, and this is what I explained to Jennifer, too, and told Olivia, it was a good learning experience for all of us because accidents happen, man. Anything can happen. So, But you would, what you got to do is just be calm and just know it happens. We're going to get through it. It's not going to ruin the rest yep. of this day. We're going to figure out a way to get through it, you know? And that's what we did. You'd rather it happen at six mile an hour in a parking lot than at 80 on a freeway. Bingo. Absolutely. So anyway, there you go. So that was our, that was a wrap up of our Thanksgiving. It was quite the time. Jennifer, that wasn't your fault. Yes. I'm sure Chad had something. Why wasn't Chad driving? <laughs> I'm sure she was probably figuring out a way exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. No doubt about it. Uh, but anyway, so Hank, thank you for the recap. And so just a couple more things. And, um, I want to talk about we had a golf tournament two weeks ago it's called the town cup Ryder cup format team red which i captained team blue which matt pitts captain and team white scott wimmer uh captained coming off last year's championship mm-hmm. we're trying to run it back this year team's very even pretty our, tight this year oh, compared to very, last year tight but our team had something that the others didn't have hank mm-hmm. i know it they had this one gentleman with a scar on his nose. <laughs> it's not on my nose. It's on my cheek. <laughs> on his cheek. That, you know, to be quite honest, as when I'm making the teams as the captain, I know that you're an athlete and you step up when times are needed to be stepped up, right? When it's time, you Appreciate do it. that. You're an athlete. So even though I did have you way down on the total pole, <laughs> there was 18 golfers at you at 17. I knew you could pull it out. <laughs> and not only did you pull it out, Hank, you got – Eight points out of eight points. The only person in the entire field, 54 participants, you got every point. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, and so you helped Team Red secure back-to-back Town Cup champions, yep. championships, and uh, just a 
a great tournament. Anything you want to say about it? Tell our audience a little bit about the tournament. It was, it was a great tournament. It was, you know, it's funny because you do play with all walks of life and that's kind of the fun part is yeah. like, yeah. you know, we kind of talked about it. You all have a six them, which we had six them. You'd have a six them that you don't want ever to end. Sure. It's guys that have similar yes. likes and music and yeah. energy and yes. you just feel it. Right. Next yeah. thing you know, it's whole seven. You're like, damn, damn I don't it's over. It's yes. over. Right. Then you get put in a six them. Where you're like, man, these are all just different guys, right? Right. Hole three feels like it was. It's taken oh, forever, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still have fun. It's just different. You know, it's right. just different walks of life. And uh, I think that it's. Uh, I had a great time. I had a great time. With all my pairings. Um, but I do think that it's funny because each team is made very differently. I feel like. I feel like uh, you know, uh, Team White is a lot of tennis players. They probably kill us on a on a tennis court and they're all a bunch of buddies. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like blue's a really good team too. Um, but I feel like red is like cut your throat kind of team. Yeah. So we draft these teams, right? So there's three captains and we draft. And so I was fortunate enough to draft a team full of, and you nailed it. Comp- I want just, I want competitors. Right. It's, it's golf's a fun game and it's good to, you know, be out there and socialize. And that's what it, most of it's about. But also, I want to win, man. Yeah. I want to win. It feels so much better to win than to lose. Sure so does. Let's find a team that will compete. And regardless, whatever the stakes are, even if we put you against, let's say, the number one guy on the other teams, you are still going to compete. Shit, you might even figure out a way to win. Half a point at least. At half a point at least. And that's what that's how Team Red was it's stacked up. That's it. Um, all right, man. Well, so what a great Thanksgiving. Now it's time to begin the holiday season with Christmas. It's now right around the corner. Hank, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. So when is it to – first of all, do you have your tree? We do. Okay. Do you get your tree the day after Thanksgiving? Usually the a day after, or two. And then decorate that weekend too after Thanksgiving or uh, – It kind of depends on what we're doing. We, we usually would have it up. Like I got it not thinking we're having a little bit of work lights put in our house. And right. so – I didn't put it up because I'm going to have people in there like moving around where the tree would be, right. but normally it would be up by now. Okay. Yeah. We got ours up to Denver Nance. Den- is that right? Den- Denver Vance. Denver Vance. <laughs> Denver Unbelievable. Vance. Anyway, we bought our tree for him for years. We don't go to the mountains. We get it from Denver. And right. So we saw him. We're the same on- way. Yeah. Cool. Saw him Saturday. Very gracious man. Uh, got to speak to him. It's kind of like a tradition. You know, you go yeah. shake his hand, get, gets you a tree, knocks off 10 bucks, put it on the top of the car, boom, you're off. So we got our stuff installed. We're ready to go, ready to go. My girls wanted to start playing Christmas music. This was Saturday. And I say my girls, really, Jennifer and Lucy Rose. Olivia's like, no, it's not time. Yeah, it's not December yet. December 1, is that the day? I'm fine with December 1. December 1's fair. Just not prior. No. No, Mariah. All I want for Christmas is no. you until December 1. Because you know we're going to hear it 10 million times. So let's just wait till December Yeah, don't 1. put Christmas vacation on. No. We're going to watch it a billion yes, times. you're spoiling it. Elf has already come on. What? Elf is... They showed Rudolph on Saturday. That's it's, stupid. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. So I'm with you on I'm that. I'm glad we're on this. We have the same philosophy. Now let me ask you a different philosophy on yeah. the end because yes. I get a lot of grief for this. Yeah. When Christmas is over, I love Christmas Day. When Christmas is over, Christmas is over. The tree hits the curb on the 26th. You sound like my dad. See, I would do the same thing at our house, but Jennifer, it doesn't come down till after the New Year. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of people rock it like that. Shoot, some people in our neighborhood keep him up till Valentine's Day. 
Reagan, Valentine's one day. year Reagan talked me into putting it out late Christmas day. <laughs> That's what my dad used to do. And, and Reagan, <laughs> I mean, I, I got some hissing from the neighborhood. They were sure. like, dude. Yeah, whoa. This is when I had a kid. I mean, you know, it. What did Darius say? No! I don't remember. Probably... We don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a gangster, though. If you're taking it out Christmas Day, that is straight Especially gangsta. about 1.30, <laughs> you know, like early in the day. Heck. People still in their pajamas and the tree's already out on the, on the <laughs> yep. front, front, front stoop. You know yeah, it. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, well, anyway, a couple great, exciting things that are getting ready to go down this weekend, Hank. Um, but before I hit those... Let's talk briefly. So there's this new documentary that's coming out. It's called Get Back. It's a Beatles doc. Peter Jackson, the guy that did Lord of the Rings and all that stuff, found all these hours of undocumented footage of the Beatles back in the 70s. Um, Shit, I don't even know. It might have been prior to that, that he's pieced together. And supposedly it's the best music doc ever created. So it's out right now in Disney. One of my friends saw it and said within the first 10 minutes, they started crying. They literally had tears coming down their face that they they got really emotional seeing this footage, right? So um, so anyway, my question to you, first of all, has a movie ever really moved you emotionally to tears? And if so, tell me about it. Tell me the situation you were in. And mo- maybe there's multiple ones um, because I do have the top 10 saddest movies of all time pulled up. And then I can tell you a little story about, you know, how sad movies relate to me. You know, I'm not a movie guy quite like you, right? So, I mean, I like movies, but I'm not sitting there watching a ton of them. Um, but I will tell you the first time that I felt like I kind of got moved in a movie yeah. probably was Rudy. Okay. Right? Yep. You know, when he gets in that oh, yes, game, that's... you know, that energy, everything else, it's probably the first time that I was ever like, because, you know, I'm not putting myself in a position to cry to Seabiscuit, right? <laughs> right. So, right. you know, I, I think Rudy was the one that was like kind of like the one I would think about, like you're asking this question. That's the one I think about. Yes. Are there others? Sense. Probably. But do I remember them? Well, they probably weren't. Yeah. How about you? Mom, I mean, what did you cry to? Well, my open mem- up, Chad. Open I, up. Here I go. This is uh, this is an open up session to Hank Heimer. This is when you get a little piece of me here. So my first memory. I've always been a movie guy. I like I like movies. I like the stories. I like all the stuff. The way it makes me feel. Uh, the way it makes me angry. The way it makes me happy. Makes the way it makes me sad. So when I was in, I want to say six years old or maybe seven, we watched this movie. It at Jenkins Elementary that was no, I take it back. We went to the theater. It was the Crown Cinema back in there. But I was little, seven. There's this movie called The Fox and the Hound. And so the fox is friends with this little hound dog. It's a Disney movie. But then as they grow older, they have to they become enemies, right? Right. right. And it broke my little seven year old heart. And I remember crying in the theater. And Looks I, like you're gonna cry right yeah, now. It's pretty emotional. So I, I remember it was with some of my buddies and like you can't let your buddies yes, here you go. Look at this picture. That's nineteen eighty one. You can't let your buddies see you cry. You know, you can't. And so I'm fighting it back, fighting it back. So that's where I learned to fight back tears and emotion. Sometimes you gotta keep it bottled in just and you can let it out when you're away from people, but sometimes just for, you know, to keep up 
the image. You start lifting your feet off the ground, the sticky ground. Yes. Just start listening to it. Just like get your mind off yeah, you the start, fox and the hound. Don't even look at the screen anymore. No. Kind of look to the side and be thinking about the most random things. So you, you know, yeah. Not, Maybe I get an, a piece of ice out of my drink and right. try to exactly. chew on it for a exactly. second. Yes. Anything to get your mind off of. I love it, Hank. So you've been there before. A couple other movies that I wanted to talk about that moved me to tears as I was older. There's a movie called Father of the Bride. Steve Martin's the dad, and that you know what I'm talking about. So the yeah. end scene. He's a shoe designer. Is that what he is? Yeah, he's a shoe designer. Interesting. Like an athletic shoe designer. So his daughter, you know, they planned this great wedding, and at the end, the it's got you know all kinds of million things that go wrong, but it's they're still happy at the end. But the daughter is getting ready to leave, and she hasn't even had a chance to see the dad because the dad's t- putting out this fire, putting out that fire, and so she's like. Dad, dad. And he was like, you know, I can't remember her name. Hey, hey. But they cannot get to each other. And so she leaves. And the father's like, my daughter just left. She's married. But then she comes back and they get a hug. So anyway, that made me just ball cry. There's a movie called Beaches, which actually is on this top 10 list that I'll talk to you about. And it's this is one's really embarrassing because I was at a party. I was in 10th grade with my cousins in Athens. And they were having this big party. And Beaches is about two friends, and one of them has cancer, and she's passing away. And so I'm watching it with all these people I do not know. And there's a bunch of really beautiful girls, high school girls. I'm 10th grade. And so they all start crying, and I'm like, Chad, you better not start crying in front of all these people that you don't know. This tear just comes down my cheek, so I have to get up and go outside and throw football to get my mind off of it. You are the wind beneath my my wings. wings. (laughs) Yes, and last but not least, there's a movie called Big Fish. It's about a dad who has all these stories about his life, and he tells his son. And have you seen this movie, Big Fish? I have not. It's fabulous, so it's a tearjerker as well. So those are the four that really moved me to tears. Here are the top ten list, Hank. And this is interesting. You'll find animated movies. You'll find sports movies. So here we'll go. We'll start with 10, the movie Up. Do you remember the animated movie Up? Yeah, the, the balloons. House, the balloons. Yep. That's Old t- man. Yes. That's pretty moving. He lost his wife. I don't know if yep. you remember the yep. story. Number nine, Bambi, another animated classic. Sure. sure. Number eight. This one I think is on your top three list. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> the is. love story between two cowboys. It is. Yes. I have a great Brokeback Mountain story. Do you want to share? Yeah, sure. Please go ahead. friend of ours yes. calls me on Super Bowl Sunday. He's coming back home. He might have lived across the street from me. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. He's coming home, Super Bowl Sunday, and he says, hey, why do you have all those people over there? And I was like, Charlie, it's the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. And he's like, oh, my gosh. I was like, why? What's wrong? He's like, I can't even begin to tell you, and I'm not coming over there. I was like, why? Where have you been? What's been going on? He was like, well, Tish has been all over me about seeing a movie and and I, I, we didn't have anything to do, and I, I, I didn't know what was going on, and so we went to see a movie. And I was like, well, what movie did you see? And he was like, Brokeback Mountain. I was like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be Joey on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh and and after I got done laughing at him, and, you know, like I was hammering him about it, I was like, oh, how was it? And he was like, well, when they got to one of the uh, – more dramatic parts. All of a sudden, somebody in the back row goes, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> so it must have been pretty entertaining. Oh, so uh, nice. I just—that's my Brokeback Mountain one. Thank I've you. never seen it. Thank you for sharing. That is a fantastic uh, story, Hank. That is wonderful, Charlie. You're not gonna live that one down. <laughs> all right. So coming in at number seven, biggest tearjerker of all time, Schindler's List. Have you seen that? I have. Oh gosh, that is—that's a tough one. That's tough. Five, six. 
Build of Dreams. Oh, Dad, let's have a catch. Let's have a catch. Come on. I, it, I mean, you, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tearjerker yeah. right there. Fabulous. Yeah. Uh, let's go to five. Love Story. This is an older movie. I haven't seen this. It was in the 70s. Number four, you always have an animal related in some of these tear-jerking movies. Marley and Me. Remember about the that's dog? great. Great Holy movie. Holy cow. That's a tear-jerker for sure. Number three, Beaches. That's what I told you. I was in Athens, surrounded by beautiful high school girls, and a tear gets in my eye. Number two, I can't agree with this, Titanic. That's terrible. That's a terrible choice for number two. You know what I always think about a Titanic? What? That's a pretty big door she was laying on, man. You couldn't give Scoot any. Over. You couldn't give any room to my boy. Come on, Jack, get on up and here. And wasn't there a bunch of crap in the water around him? Sure. I'd have been like, hey, I'm gonna be back in like seven seconds. I'm just gonna find something for me to float <laughs> exactly. on. I mean, there yes. was all kinds of crap yeah, over a there. Big suitcase. Let me just float in this suitcase for a little bit, you know? You're you're on a twenty foot door. Right. How about you scoot over? Scoot over just no. a tad. No. You greedy little. <laughs> all right. So and then number one, Hank. Any guesses? Any guesses what number one might be? I have no idea. It's not showing up here now. <laughs> Do you have any guesses? I have no guesses. On what it should be? Uh, let's see. It's not loading, loading, loading. He's trying to load for us. If not, I'm just going to say Friday. Friday. <laughs> I loved Friday. Steel Magnolias. That's what it says. Steel, Steel Magnolias. Magnolias. Okay. okay. Well, anyway, there you go. That's our tearjerker list and movies that uh, I have cried at and Hank have gotten close to crying at. All right, Hank. What else do we need to talk about here? Upcoming this weekend in the wonderful town of Hickory, North Carolina, a big party. Some people call it the party of the year. Yes, they do. Tell us about it. So it's Chili Cotillion. All right. Chili Cotillion is one of my favorite parties of the year. Are you going to go? One of the favorite parties of the year. And, uh, you know, I I get the privilege of being one of the hosts for this party. And um, it is, it was founded 30 plus years ago. And it really came down to a couple guys saying, I like chili. I like live music. I like standing in a field and I like drinking beer. Okay. That's all it takes. The little things. I got to tell you, they've handed down this tradition year after year after Mm -hmm. year. So the cool thing is, is there's still some older guys that are part of the hosting. There's some younger guys that are part of the hosting, but the bottom line is we go out to a field, we bring a band out there, we make some chili and we drink some beer. Canoe filled boat boats filled with beer. Yeah. Lots of beer. Yeah. The funny thing is, is we're out there rain or shine. If it's raining, snowing, hailing, sunny, twenty degrees, eighty degrees, we're out there. Last year we didn't do it. Two years ago it was really cold and really rainy. Yes. It seems to me most of the chili cotillions I've been to, it's been really cold and either rained in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Some type We've of rain. snow. Snow, yes. All kinds of moisture. Right. But this year, hey. This year, it's going to be different. Tell them the forecast. 68 degrees. Not a cloud in the sky. 68 degrees. And I will tell you, after seeing what happened with the, the um, parade and how many people came out to that, mm-hmm. people just want to be out. That's right. Do you want to socialize? I expect a big number. Big crowd. I expect a big crowd. And you know, let me tell you about the day. Okay, so Friday, tonight we go and buy all the stuff. We buy all the the ingredients. Friday night we get together at one of our houses and we cook the chili with wives and, you know, we just kind of have a dinner party and we cook Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of fun. Uh, Usually the problem is Friday night for many of us. Right. Okay, so many of us overindulge Friday night. Right. Um, I try to stay somewhat calm because I know what's coming on Saturday. But a lot of these gentlemen overindulge. Right. So 
Friday, even before that party, we go out to the property, we get the stage ready, we get everything ready. I pick up beer, I do it, you know, I do all this stuff. Well, Saturday, we go out about 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stuff is pretty much picked up, everything looks okay. So we got to stand around and wait on people. Yeah. Because the party starts, what, like one? One. one. We make sure, you know, we can't, there's a burn ban, so we can't have fires. So we're going to do string lights. Holy, no fires this year. No fires this year. So we're going to string lights. But um, we got to stand there for about three hours and just wait on people. Yes. And uh, that tends to be a problem. Sure. So we, you know, those three hours become CP hours. <laughs> and uh, then we're, you know, when people get there at one, they usually, usually people are there till 630-ish. Yes. And then uh, everybody goes. And about that time, that's when cleanup crew number one gets into effect. Multiple cleanup crews? I'm going to wow. tell you what happens. So we have an older crowd and a younger crowd that's part of this, this hosting. Right. And the older crowd likes to get up really early. They also like to go to bed really early. Sure. Okay. Yep. So for years and years and years, two of us have stayed after. And we have cleaned up, emptied trash cans, beer cans, and made it, just got it right, dialed in. Right. Then when people start going out there at 6 a.m. the next morning to clean up, we've done our share. Sure. And they can thank us and, you know, their congratulations on, or, you know, thank you for doing this, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yep. But in those cleanup hours has been some of my favorite hours. Sure. You know, we've, we've, um, we've had uh, lawnmowers that are just old and decrepit that we've sat on and pushed down hills. <laughs> We, you know, we've, uh, we've done a lot of fun and stupid stuff, yeah. but you know that we try to find the bottom of that boat every year, which we usually do you dr- did, uh, not, no, dry, every, not dry, not dry to the bottom. Let's see the bottom. We, we, you know, and, and we, we get a ton of beer, right? Yeah. Um, so we, we try to do that and, uh, it always is a little bit of fun. We've recruited one more, our newest, uh, host. He always stays with us. Um, will. So it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm hoping that you will be able to attend this year. I will be there with bells on my friends. So typically another thing that, about this party that you didn't mention, it's a college football championship weekend too. So no TV. Oh, normally no there's TVs. Really? Why? The reason for the TVs is it's too much of a logistical nightmare that charter people used to be really good with us yeah. and they, they couldn't do it this year. No kidding. And so, yeah, I'm with you. We're going to miss the TVs because yeah. everybody wants to watch. Watch the games, yeah. It, it looks like it's not going to happen because yeah. of the commitment from charter. And it doesn't make sense to pay for six months what you need one, for one, one day. night. Yeah, sure. People are going to look at it on their phones if they need to watch the game, you know. Yeah. But tell me a little bit about the band. I haven't heard about the band. So uh, this is a new band, too, to us. And we always leave it. The, the funny thing is, is everybody's got their own job. Okay? you got a job. You do your job, everybody will be happy. Right. I'm on Porta Johns and beer. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I make sure the Porta Johns are out there. I make yes. sure that there's beer yeah. there. Yes. People love me both ways. Got it. All right. Yes. There's one gentleman that has in charge of the bands. He's never let us down. And he's in charge of bands. He said they're going to be good. Cool. So, hey, I dig it. I'll look forward to it. And if not, I'll just get on stage. What do you think about that? I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> and I think they'll be here, so we won't need you. Anyway, yes, I look forward to your party. The other great thing about the party, it's like a day party. So, you know, you're there at 1, 2, you go to about 6.30, 8 max. max. I mean, max. max. You know, so then, then you go eat. Then you go eat. And then you go watch the, cha- the ACC championship game at the bar, or go back to the house or whatever you do. But the party is, you know, it's consolidated into that day. It's a day party. Yeah. There's rarely day parties anymore. No, you know? there really isn't. And can I tell you something else? There's, there's ingredients to a good party, sure. you know, whether it's weather, or, you know, whatever it is. I got an ingredient, an ingredient for this weekend. Okay. So Saturday, I mean Friday, Reagan and I are going to go to this party and we're going to cook and have fun with the families and everything. Saturday, Harris has a game and he's leaving Friday with another family for that mm-hmm. game. 
Reagan's going to go watch him play on Friday. So she's driving to Wilson, North Carolina. Okay. So I, normally I have to manage, you know, where am I going to be? You know, Reagan and them are doing jello shots and coordinating with her and everything else. She doesn't have that responsibility. So it takes a little pressure off of me of like, where's her stuff? Where's our stuff? Where's everything? Sure. And uh, so all I have to worry about this time is getting back to my it's house. Just you. you just have to worry about you. Mr. Hines is staying at the house because, you know, he's, he's from away. So wow. Wow. Saturday and Saturday evening should be kind of fun. You may want to stop in. Hey, would you mind? Maybe just a little... <laughs> Drop by. Oh, I know you're drop by. <laughs> you know, drop by real quick. But so we have that ingredient in the yeah. weekend, which always makes it a little bit more oh, dangerous. That sounds fabulous. Sounds fabulous. I look forward to this weekend a lot. Uh, it's as some people say, it is the best party of the year in Hickory. Some people say that, Hank. So I'm not blowing smoke. It is the big party of the year. So you know, looking forward to. Question it. for you. Shoot, I've been worried, worried sick about you. Okay. Okay. Tell me, are you getting better at dancing? Where okay. are we at, Nutcracker? Where are we at, Chad? Well, we have a big, big practice on Saturday. Have you been practicing? I have not, Hank. God, I Chad! Know, I know, it's getting down to Lucy crunch Rose, time. Lucy Rose, get him out. It's getting down to crunch time. The good thing of this, so dress rehearsals start next week, right? So that means I've got to, I mean, this is when we go to the place. We're, we're going to Get your crap together. I'm going to get it right. Get it tight. Come on. Come on. So I talked to the girl I'm dancing with, and I because she hadn't been there the last three, and so I've been doing it by myself. I was like, please be there. I really need you, because I can't pretend. I but she knows it anyway. She got it down. Yeah, Pat, it's like she, Lucy Rose, because yeah. she's the same age. Like, yes. it's that same group. No, it's Anya. You know, oh, like, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, who yeah, I'm yeah. dancing with. Okay. She's done this 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And so she was like, don't worry about it. You'll get it. But now it's down to crunch time. I still don't have it. Anya, you got to teach me. Yeah, you so, got to teach him. Anya, be there for me. Let's walk through these steps. Let's get this nutcracker locked down solid, right? Solid. What time's that practice? Uh, it's 9 o'clock on Saturday morning. Good. So it's 9 to 12. You and know what you're going to need after that? I'm going to need chili cotillion. You're going to need chili cotillion. That's exactly what I'll need. So that's where I'll be. So anyway, enjoyed it, Hank. It's great being back to talk to uh, our audience about the after Thanksgiving uh, escapades of the Imer family and the East family. I'm telling you, I'm hearing rave reviews about our podcast lately, people all over the town and other towns are listening, and at least they're even commenting about this. Y'all are fools. Yes, y'all are fools, exactly. So anyway, y'all keep up, uh, keep listening to our show, listen to the other great shows on the Mesh Network, and we'll look forward to coming at you uh, live in two weeks. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.